you are tuned in to the Chaos Cast, hosted by two jerks and a dork, where we blitz on every down, seeking to get ejected for targeting while stiff-arming your trash fantasy football team, your only place for chaos fantasy shenanigans. I'm your host, Brad Kreger. Today, I'm alongside Levi Basham, John Spears, and a special guest host, from Chaos League Commissioner Robert P. Tinsley. This episode promises to be epic as we get the Commissioner's thoughts with an in-depth interview, and we can expect to get in some additional smart mouth smack talk as the Cleveland Steamers and Black Sunday lock horns this week. Guys, I'm excited. Let's get into it. Okay, let's get into matchups. Uh, we start with a battle between two teams uh, trying to rent a slide into mediocrity. It's Slop Nasty versus the Cleveland Steamers. Both teams coming off a tough loss from the previous week. As expected, Steamers come in with a lot of smack talk, hoping to break uh, the Slops mentally. However, Slop Nasty comes through and stays strong with a, a big win off of uh, huge performances by Tyreek Hill and Brees Hall. Cleveland Steamers uh, thought the win was a, uh, you know, at hand with down 38 points with two players going in the Monday night game. It's just unfortunate that those players were Melvin Gordon and DeAndre Carter. Slop Nasty gets a much-needed bounce-back win and stays in the sixth spot in the playoffs uh, where they've been all season. Steam, the Steamers are have been plagued with injuries the past few weeks and fall to fourth in the standings. And the Steamers have a big rivalry game next week against Black Sunday. Uh, they could get them back on track with a win but a loss could put the Steamers' season down the toilet. Next, we go to It's What Plants Crave uh, versus Scoop's Troop. These are two teams that no one wants to face right now. Fortunately for the rest of the the league, they played each other. Uh, It's What Plants Crave's wide receivers fell off a bit, but the running backs picked up the slack. Big performances by Alvin Kamara, uh, Leonard Fournette. Big, biggest reason why Scoop's Troop lost, Lamar has cooled down a bit the past couple weeks with some tough matchups. Although he, he got 25 points, it's not the usual 60 or 70. Uh, and it just seems like if Lamar has a good performance, then the Scoop's Troops are lo- more likely to win. Uh, it's what Plants Craves on a th- uh, three-win streak. And they seem to be gaining momentum and getting ready for the playoffs. And they're now third in the standings, eyeing that, that by. Scoop's Troop stays at fifth. Not too bad of a loss for them, but they, they just live and die off of uh, Lamar Jackson performance and Cooper Cup. Yeah, our next matchup here uh, between uh, Mr. Average and old Joey Kelsey Quinces here. Um, Derek continues his first place dominance here. Uh, he got some darts out of Joe Burrow, scoring 52 points. Uh, look seeing here he's got some Jalen Waddle showed back up really liking that guy here uh Joey here uh three out of Jeff Wilson which may look to be the a, a typical score out of him moving forward uh I'm not sure he's gonna like starting him each week uh Leo Kelsey 32 uh Derek almost pulled out the whooping of the week again which I'm not sure if I was Thankful that he didn't or that he did. But, uh, yeah, that'll wrap that match up. 
All right. Next, we have Victoria's Secret versus Black Sunday. And here we have a situation where my team steps up to the plate this week, exceeding the 200 mark, uh, but experiencing a familiar result. Now, Amanda remains near the top of the standings while I'm sitting at the bottom of the well. <clears throat> However, looking at the box score, you know, nothing really jumps off the page other than the fact that Amanda beats me while starting four players off the same team, which is usually not a good strategy. But that team happens to be the Buffalo Bills, and uh, right now Josh Allen and company are rolling. Uh, but really, this is mostly a case of Black Sunday simply not living up to his proud tradition of fantasy dominance, period. End of story. In the end, Amanda has Josh Allen in the Bills offense, which is not bad. And Michael Pittman drops 42 points of his own. I lose 214-203, dropping to 1-5, rising Amanda to 5-1. and one. But I live to fight another day. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, now, the moment you've all been waiting for. Sorry, John Michael Spears, but you got what, brother? <laughs> Indeed you did. And I've got just a couple of comments about this one, Johnny. Taysom Hill, I warned you last week. I warned you, you're chasing points, and what happens? Eight biggins for Taysom. He sucks. George Pickens' nose, eight points. Michael Gallup, get him out of here. Five. Your team sucks. Jeez. Jesus, John. Like, I can't. Like, I should have expected this. But, like, you get your second whoop of the week by Lance. Lance? Mm -hmm. He's challenging for last place in the whole league. There's only a few teams that are, like, worse. And you get whooped so bad. Lance. Oh, Lance. John, I'm I'm disappointed in you. Of all the people to get whoopings of the week, you do it against Lance. You're just as bad as Brad. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. Friends like these, who needs enemies? Uh, Lance, what are we doing here, bud? You know, here it was. We were both sitting one and four. Like, Let's just take it easy. Let's put the gloves on. No need to go all out on this week. But uh, to your credit, this wasn't a typical whooping of the week. You kind of took it a little light on me. I mean, hell, you even beat me by 46 points with a guy getting zero. Uh, it's pretty shameful. I'm not happy about it. I think uh, we discussed off the pod. Uh, I'm the first to get two whoopings of the week. Uh, I need to do better. Okay, another great whooping of the week, guys. Uh, let's jump into Fab. Uh, this week's most bid on players, uh, Dak Prescott, <coughs> Patriots D, and Donovan Peoples-Jones. Big uh, pickups this week. Dak Prescott coming off big uh, injury uh, is starting this week. So a lot of bids came in there. Uh, highest bid was $101 by Slop Nasty. Uh, Toxicated All-Stars, Scoop Shroop also put bids in. Uh, that's pretty telling for Coach Hayes and All-Stars that they, they're not happy with Geno. 
Coach Kelly, uh, I understand that, you know, how many weeks are you going to start Daniel Jones? So you have to make a change there. And it's a nice gamble. We'll see how it works out. Uh, not, not too many fans of Dak Prescott around here, though. Uh, steamers grab up uh, Patriots D for $69. Nice. Everyone wanted that juicy Chicago matchup. Four other bidders. Uh, Victoria's Secret, <coughs> Purple Bleeders, uh, Slop Nasty, and It's What Plants Crave all put bids in. Uh, it's most money spent on defense this year for a single week, so I, I expect the Steamers to have Patriots for the rest of the year or at least a few weeks. Uh, so we'll see how that goes for the Steamers. Uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones picked up for $178 by Slop Nasty. That's the highest bid of any player this week for uh, a, a pretty inconsistent player. You know, he's had some big weeks, but it's, it's just been hard to start him. Uh, Scoops Troop also put a bid in. So uh, we'll see how that works out for Slop Nasty. And, the, and they seem to be the big player this week. They've put in the most money. Got two pick pickups with uh, Dak Prescott, Donovan Peoples-Jones. Uh, another instinct tidbit, you know, the All-Stars might have saved their season by picking up Deontay <laughs> Foreman be- days before the big Christian McCaffrey trade. And, you know, who knows what's going to happen with Jeff Wilson now that he's there. He's lost a running back, and now he's picked up Deontay Foreman, who is potentially starting now. So, uh, guys, what do you, you know, think of – the fab this week. <coughs> Joe, you little slippy little snake, you. I'm picking up that old Devontae Foreman for 10 buckaroos. Nice pickup. Uh, yeah, the only thing that really jumped out here is uh, who would have thought that Peoples Jones would have went for more than Dak Prescott. See how that pans out. All right, waiver pickups. Just uh, another typical pathetic week of pickups by the majority of the league this week. Um, thanks a lot, guys. Uh, the, the more crappy pickups you make, the better chance I have of ripping off a nice run and getting to the playoffs. But I, I do want to give some props to a couple of the pickups. Uh, Slop Nasty in particular, I like his streaming pickup with Tunyon this week. Uh, Tunyon had 12 targets last week. There's some injuries there in Green Bay. They have a good matchup. Uh, I really think Tunyon's uh, in for a touchdown this week and maybe uh, some good some good yardage as well. Uh, Scoops Troop, hey, man, drops Elijah Moore. He's a turd. I don't know why it took you that long to – why you held on to him that long, I don't know. But good job, man, because he sucks. He's, he's bad. Um, and then Garrett Wilson sucks too, And even though Levi spent $4 million on him in, in fab. Uh, and then Joey, of course, yeah, Joey gets Deonta Foreman. Like, he knew it was coming. It's almost like he knew CMC was going to get injured. And good old lucky Joe snags up Deonta Foreman. But you know what? It's Deonta Foreman, okay? It's Deonta Foreman. It's Chiba Hubbard's there. The Carolina Panthers suck. They're throwing in the towel. They're going for the number one pick. You know, I mean, good luck, bro. I mean, he may be a flex option for you uh, in a pinch, but uh, I wouldn't expect, you know, big-time numbers out of Dante Foreman. So, yeah, just as usual, another uh, uh, another crappy week of waiver pickups. I'm sure you're all very excited about your, your next flex play that you're going to plug in and get beat. So, um, yeah, good job, guys.
you know, uh, as the uh, Chaos Football League commissioner, um, you know, I was was looking over some of the things from uh, previous uh, uh, games as well as uh, looking at the uh, 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 our draft, and I gotta say that uh, Joey's team is probably the dumps in fantasy football. I'm sorry, Joey, but I've just got to say that your your foreman pickup is just not going to be very good for you. I mean, your season's probably going to end in last place of the toilet bowl. Um, I, it's just terrible. Uh, I'm just I, I'm honestly I'm more disappointed in you this year than I've ever been in any fantasy football season. You had coming off the greatest year of your life in any fantasy league. Last year, winning the championship, and now you're a dumpster fire. Congratulations, congratulations! I'm not sure. I'm not sure if you'll be around next year after you lose terribly bad this season to everybody. You've gotten lucky a few games. I think that's about to stop. And then, of course, um, slop nasty Jeffrey Jeffrey Lee Kelly. What is wrong with you? You pick up Dak Prescott, the guy I dropped because he's trash and his team is trash. Let me tell you. I'll tell you a little story about Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones is a guy that wants winning. It's kind of hard to find since they haven't won really a game since 96. But I will say that um, your pickup probably just cost you your season because uh, Prescott, like your team, is trash. Thanks for the insight, you all. All right, gentlemen, let's break out the crystal ball and look into week seven picks. Before we do that, uh, just a quick update on uh, the podcast host picks. Levi is on a roll, is now sitting at 21-9 and nine after going 4-1 last week. Uh, I dropped to 12-18 and 18 overall after going 2-3, and three, <coughs> and John down in the basement at 10-20. and 20. So uh, this is a runaway at this point, but we'll keep doing it. We're still uh, just about halfway through the season, so we'll see how the rest of the way goes. All right, so we'll jump into our picks. Rob, our commissioner, is going to join us here and give us his thoughts as well, starting with the intoxicated All-Stars at 2-4, and four, taking on the 1-5 Farewell to Hope. Joey is 4-0 all-time versus John, unbeaten. So, John needing desperately needing a win for this season, but also desperately needing a win for his own dignity. Give me John. I think he's going to bounce back. Yeah, I'd, I would have to agree. I think John's due, and uh, Joey's team is absolute trash. So, I'm, I'm fairly certain here that even though – uh, ESPN's made a mistake and said Joey's going to win. There's no way in hell uh, John's got this. <laughs> I'm going to take Farewell to Hope, and this may be the last time that I'm picking Farewell to Hope. Oh, <laughs> this may be the last time I pick myself. Uh, yeah, give me me. Uh, I'm not sorry about it, Joe. All right. First matchup down. Next matchup, we've got – Big time, big time meeting here between Victoria's Secret five and one and the Houdinis also at five and one. Uh, Derek four and one all time versus the Randos, but this is a matchup of the the top teams tied for first place currently. Looks like on paper it may be a low scoring affair. I hate to say it, but I got think I got to take Derek. Who you got, Rob? 
definitely not the Houdinis. Um, the Houdinis are, you know, honestly, they've come along pretty well so far. Um, you know, very happy with their performance in the league. Uh, but their commissioner is terrible. His the coach is terrible, not the commissioner. Um, <coughs> coach Derek Bashel um, needs a new haircut, and uh, it's just uh, just terrible. Uh, I I check to make sure, and uh, Bills are on by this week, so I'll take the Houdinis. Uh, yeah, give me anybody but Derek. I'm going to continue that trend. Uh, yeah, I'll take Victoria's Secret. All right, all right. So, got that one down. And uh, next matchup, we've got It's What Plants Crave, 4-2 and two versus the – Purple Bleeders dropped to two and four now. Levi's two and one all time versus Lance. Only three matchups. Uh, give me Levi here. Rob? Oh, it's no contest. It's it's obvious it's Levi. Yeah, I think uh, Purple Bleeders come back to earth after that whooping. So I'll take myself. Is that microphone? Yeah, we could have been friends. Uh, Lance, uh, I can't take you now. You whooped me. Uh, yeah, give me Levi. All right, so it's a consensus. We're all taking Levi here. Uh, all right, next matchup, Slop Nasties, 3-3 three and three versus the Scoops Troop, also 3-3. Three and three. Battle of the mediocre teams. Jeff, 2-4 and four all time versus Jason. Give me Jason here, 5-2. and two. Yeah, sorry, Jeff. Uh, your team is trash also, like Joey's, so I'm going to go with Scoop Strip. I think we'll go with Slob Nasty this week. Uh, their matchups are a little bit better. Yeah, going with Slip Slop as well. Uh, I do agree. I think the matchups are better. And I think, actually, if Lamar Jackson does go off, this could be really interesting. All right, good analysis, boys. Oh, now, last but not least, we have the rivalry, the smack talk rivalry of the season, Black Sunday, a lowly one and five versus the Cleveland Steamers, four and two. Brad is three and one all time versus Rob. I know he didn't like hearing that and also know he didn't know that. But here we go, guys. We got to break this one down. Obviously, give me myself, but I'm not just going to predict a win. I'm going to predict. I'm going to predict a whooping. Rob, what do you have to say about that? I think it's all wrong. Much like your face at the moment. I'm getting ready to take off you because you because you're staring at me too hard. But let me tell you something. There's no way on God's green earth that your dumpy fantasy football team is, is even going to get close. Beating me. If you score 150 points, it's because God himself came out and said, Brad, I'm going to let you at least score 150 points so you're not the whooping of the week. Because I think that's going to go to slop nasty this week. You can't say any of that with a straight face, you punk. No, let me tell you something. I'm looking you right in the eyeball right now. Whoa! Huh? Ric Flair! Where's he at? Where's the gift now, punk? I don't see a gift. Let's just say. Let's just say. This week, I'm going to humble you 
Much like you're gonna iron, hump me. Just like the Iron Sheik humbled Hulk Hogan by breaking his back, I'm gonna break your fantasy football team into a million tiny little pieces. <laughs> What do, what do you think about this, guys? Uh, let, me get, let me take a moment here. Um, I think I'm going to go with it's been – it was a tough analysis, but I think that the Steamers have a bounce-back week. This is a get-right week for the Yeah, I wasn't sure if I was going to have to call security because it's going to get violent or get – a little risque in here. I'm not sure. That was awkward as hell. Uh, let's never do that again. Uh, best of luck to both of them. Uh, give me uh, Black Sunday. All right. Uh, we're, we're happy to have the commissioner on. We're, we're going to ask him a few questions. Thank you, Rob, for coming on and sparing some of your time for us. Um, uh, I mean, it's it's very gracious of me to, uh, to be here. <laughs> Thank you. Now, um... First, first question. Uh, you know, like this is probably the first year in a, of of the entire history of league. We've, we've had t- ten solid teams. You know, we we got Victoria's Secret this year, and it seems like they're in for long haul. We'll have them for years to come. Uh, what, what's your thoughts on the new team? And and uh, are, are there any interests in expansion to twelve at some point? I gotta say, I'm I'm very happy with the ten the ten team format. I feel like that um, you know, with having ten teams, um, sixteen bench spot or bench spots, sixteen roster spots, you know, um, is actually pretty good for a fantasy league, in my opinion. I, th- I think it's the right like the sweet spot. Um, going to twelve teams and then basically reducing the amount of people, you know, within the the draft pool, I just think it, in a way. It, it kind of makes it, mm, I don't know what the exact word is, but I'll just say that uh, I don't think it would be a good fit for our league. I think 10 teams is where we need to be. And to address the uh, the addition of uh, Victoria's Secret, Miss Amanda Shelley, you know, I, I think it's been great. I'm, I'm glad she's a part of the, the league, and I hope she stays because that spot historically has been a rotating door, um, much like Brad's fantasy team. <laughs> um, it's just been a rotating door of, you know, people. Um, but I will say that I'm very happy to have her on the uh, the league this year, and I hope she stays around for years to come, as well as, of course, all the other fantasy owners. I'm not sure about Brad, though, because Brad is, I mean, he's just terrible. Um, but I hope he stays regardless. Yeah, I, th- I think we have a good group. Uh, Brad's a little sus, but I think he's fine. Uh so we got we had some new changes this this year. You know uh, we got Fab uh, added in. Uh, we we try to get a few changes that were voted down. But um, how, how are you liking the changes this year? Uh, is this working how you hoped? Yeah, I, I think the Fab has been a pretty good addition. I know Joey whined about it for a while, mm-hmm. um, but you know other than that, I I think it's been really good. Um, I like being able to you know. Everybody gets an even grab at the picks. It's not a waiver thing. You know, you you put the money in you believe is going to get that player, you know, and then either you do or you don't. And I think it's a really good thing. Um, so I'm glad that that was instituted this year. Um, you know, I'm hoping in, you know, years to come that uh, we'll all have some more changes and things that will spice it up some. Yeah, I, th- I think it's been pretty good for the league. It's uh, 
sparked a lot of talk and smack talk. I don't think that would come from regular waivers. Okay. Um, so speaking of rules changes, are there any rules changes coming next year or the coming years that need to, that are going to be discussed in the owners meeting? Uh, well, I would like to say you know ahead of time that if anyone has anything they'd like to put up um, to the committee, you are more than welcome to submit the uh, the idea, and we'll put it up for a vote at next year's um, draft, as we did this year. Uh, there are a few things that I am thinking about, um, you know, bringing to the table for the committee to vote on. Committee being all of you, of course. Um, you know, things like uh, potentially, you know, adding a second quarterback. You know, I know that there was some talk brought up uh, by you, Levi, regarding mm-hmm. you know potentially dropping the rush, you know, point two points uh, for a quarterback if we did something like that. So, you know, all things we can put on the table. You know, maybe even you know potentially. You know, expanding in addition of a defensive player, something I've thought about in previous leagues I've been in. Um, you know, all things that I think would would make it more interesting. Um, but you know, obviously nothing set in stone. This all has to be voted on by all ten members of the league. Uh, regardless, you know, I can't just go in there and make a change. Everybody has to have a voice in the in the change. So, yeah, I, as to say about the the. T- uh, taking away the point two, I I, I really like uh, how we the points scored. It's it makes things a little more exciting. But I feel like with running quarterbacks, it it gives them too much advantage. And I like ha- having at like two quarterbacks starting. It makes the quarterback position more important. People will draft them higher. That's just my opinion at the, at the time. But. Yeah, <clears throat> Rob. It's unfortunate that. Uh that you're here and I have to sit next to you this whole time. But uh, since I do have you intimately close to me now. Staring into your eyes. Absolutely. Uncomfortably, extremely uncomfortably. Uh, No, in all seriousness, you know, we talked off the podcast uh, about maybe next year's draft or even, you know, coming even beyond that. Kind of trying to add some – some additional features to the draft. I've taken a, uh, a I guess, a interest in legacy statistics, compiling some of those head-to-head records all time, uh, compiling you know win percentage, uh, points for, points against, all those things. What in your mind as a commissioner? What what do you kind of envision the draft being going forward? Well, I mean, yeah, what I would like to see. <clears throat> Is obviously, you know, um, I would definitely like to see the work that you've been putting in, uh, and I'll give credit where credit's due. You're a very good uh, uh, statistician. Um, you, you have definitely um, put together a lot of good stuff um, going back uh, history-wise. I, I would like to see that incorporated wholly into our next draft, um, as well as, you know, how last year's draft position's done. Of course, I can get you that data. I'll have my people send it to your people. Um but, uh, you know, having more data in there, everybody can kind of dig in. I feel like we'll make it uh, you know, more exciting. Um, on top of, obviously, you know, in the addition of voting on, um, you know, league items, you know, that all 10 members can vote on. Um, who knows? Maybe we'll also have some, uh, some showgirl dancers there. You never know. Um, so maybe some can-can, um, lights and smoke. Um, and of course, maybe Bob Marley. Who knows? He might even show up. But in all seriousness, not. I, I really think that 
you know, having an addition of, you know, the statistics from previous years, the previous season, kind of gets everybody's juices flowing. Okay, you know, maybe even looking at the individual players who were the top players in the league last year uh, might help some people, you know, formulate, okay, well, I was going to draft this guy. He's more of a loser definitely than this guy that Brad's talking about. So I think I'm going to go with that guy Brad's talking about. It's just kind of getting the creative juices flowing, and I think that, you know, an addition of data would definitely help that. Oh, great answer. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, uh, now let's, like, yeah, we've, we've talked to Mitch a little bit. Now let's get into the steamers, uh, see how they're going. Uh, you know, how, how are you feeling about your team so far? They've they've had a – they're on a two-loss skid so far, but uh, what, what's your opinion on your team so far? Well, I will say that uh, overall I'm happy with, the, with my picks from the draft. <clears throat> you know, I'm overall happy with the team in general. Um, you know, Coach Krabs has come to me a few times. He's been been fairly, and I, I will say, and I hate to say this, but he's been fairly pissed off um, about, you know, the injuries. And obviously there's nothing I can do to control injuries. And I've told him that. He just kind of yells and screams and flaps his arms like he's a bird. Don't know why he does that, but he does it. And, you know, the injuries of our wide receivers, um, you know, it, it was last week uh, we had every single wide receiver that, I drafted was down, um, you know, so I'm having to plug things in, um, which, you know, obviously ended up, I feel like, cost me last week against uh, Trash Nasty. But um, in general, I, I feel strong about my team, especially with the McCaffrey trade, him going to um, San Francisco. I feel like they have a better O-line than where he came from. So I think that he's going to get a ton of yards. I think he's going to be their top back. And I think he's going to put up 30, 40 points every game um, with San Francisco. In addition to my wide receivers now becoming healthy, I honestly foresee myself being in the semifinals. Whether or not I win, which I'm sure I will because, I mean, I'm Cleveland Steamers, and if you ain't first, you're last. Um, I'm definitely I'm definitely going to win. Um, but I foresee myself beating out a lot of the top teams as we come around the bend um, going into the playoffs. I like that. Yeah, uh, Rob, uh, if you had to say a really nice thing about my team and a really bad thing about the Houdinis, what would it be? <laughs> I'd say the nice thing is your name is not Derek Basham and your your team name is not the Houdinis. Um, and about the Houdinis, I, I feel like they're terrible. Um, even though on paper, um, which he, he's kind of a paper champ right now, um, Paper Tiger, more like it. But in, in general, I will say that uh, that the Houdinis are terrible, and uh, I expect them to do what they always do, do really good in midseason, and then basically die off and end up in the toilet bowl. Makes a lot of sense there. Uh, and then uh, which uh, – I steamers aside, uh, which, which team has surprised you most, and then maybe which team has been a bit of a disappointment? Ooh, um, I would say that uh, the team that surprised me the most is Victoria's Secret. Um, ultimately, Amanda, even though she missed the draft and she had to have some help for her, um, you know, looking at the draft results and looking at the strength of the draft, I mean, she was like a like a C, I think, or like close to a B, and she's done really well. 
Um, she's had some big wins, um, even given a whooping of the week. Um, so, you know, I, I definitely am impressed by her team. Um, props out to her and her co-manager, uh, Kyle Shelley. Um, but um, I say the biggest, honestly, the biggest disappointment. And 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 I'm sitting right next to the guy, but I gotta I gotta go with the intoxicated all stars. I just I don't know. I just I think that and they are the champs. I you know they're the champs. But as I said earlier in the podcast, you know, I just it it disappoints me. Um, you know, I, from going from last year from being the champs to this year and being so mediocre. Yeah, he's gotten a few wins. And he's got a mouth on him now because he's gotten a few wins. And congratulations on your few wins. But those few wins are about to be far and few between, Joe. And I love you, but your team sucks. All right, that's that's all our questions today. Uh, uh, thank you for coming on, well, uh, for Commissioner. Like it's It's been a, a true delight. I mean, Dean, again, thanks for having me. Um, you know, I, I just want to say that in all seriousness to everybody, you know, thank you for playing every year. Um, you know, thank you for being a part of this. I never in my wildest dreams thought that our fantasy league would grow from, you know, what it we started as to having podcasts and all the, the smack talk and everything that's gone on. So I do want to say, you know, I just I want to say seriously thank you to everybody. Um, this has been a blast, and I hope everybody keeps playing for years to come. All right, all right, guys. Let's jump into the mailbag real quick. Uh, I got a little back and forth from uh, Brad and Rob here, so I'm just gonna handle that myself. Uh, I'll lead it off with: Is Rob's the biggest improvement on in Chaos League history? Part two of the question: Has the commissioner's title gone to his head? Rob responds: Mailbag question: Brad's team hasn't done shit in a decade. Why does he feel the need to bring up his three titles when he was teams when there's eight teams with ten removed? I don't even know what the hell you're even talking about. Brad responds: How many has Rob won titles on his own league? Uh, I think zero. Then Rob responded with: Mailbag is Brad the whiniest fantasy owner in the history of the Chaos League? Probably. Uh, now let's move on. Levi, Joe asks. Uh, did Levi spend $120 on something nobody bid on or someone that no one bid on? Oh, I'll answer that pretty quickly because apparently Joey can't read or something. But, um, yeah, Lance bid on him. It was only $15, but I I feel like Wandell's uh, enough to spend 120 a half of my fab. All right. Jason from Parkland, Kentucky asks, uh, Brad, should we follow in the great tradition of other sports leagues like the NFL and the NHL? NHL, a great sport. And boo our commissioner every time he speaks. Also, what would be worse outcome for everyone else in the league? Rob winning this week or Brad winning this week? Well, that's a loaded question. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, no, I don't, I don't. I think booing the commissioner, I think that's overplayed. You know, <coughs> I mean, it, it happens to Roger Goodell everywhere he goes in, in NFL stadiums. Uh, I think we need to step our game up and figure out some some better way to uh, to honor or dishonor our commissioner, however you want to do it. Um, and what was the second part of the question? Oh, well, it's certainly more impactful if I won it because that would send deep fear within the league that an epic 
Uh, comeback is imminent, which I mean I'm predicting anyway. But I know that the that that sentiment is is not shared amongst the league. But a big time whooping this week would send shockwaves through the chaos league, knowing that Black Sunday is about to rip off an epic run. <laughs> I don't know about all that, but all right. Derek from PRP asks Rob. Does McCaffrey's trade raise his value or lower it? Reason being that he's coming from a team that runs through him to a team that has a lot more options to score with. Well, to answer your question, uh, I will say that uh, I think he has more value on the 49ers. And the reason I say that is because I think their O-line is stronger. Being in turn, that opens up holes for Mr. McCaffrey to run through. Uh, you would know that if you watched football. So... I will say that uh, definitely an upside of him being traded. Maybe not this week since he's got to learn the playbook again. Um, but I will say that moving forward, every one of you all is screwed that played me. Okay. Uh, all right, Levi. Uh, is the best scenario of a Rob Bragg game a tie? Ooh, um, I think you still get kind of points for a tie, so I, that's even – that's bad too. I don't know. If, like, I wish there was some kind of figurative stadium that just exploded in the middle of it. But that's not real either. I, it's There's just n- no winners here. There's no winners for us. <coughs> yeah, what if we just all ignored it? All right. Uh, Brad. If John can't pick a team to beat him in the in the pickums, at what point will he realize that he can't pick any team? Damn. I, I don't understand the question fully. Uh, I guess uh, going back to your picks, um, I don't know. All right, take that, Dirk. <laughs> All right, Rob. Uh, says Amanda is a good trash talker. Point being, she told me this week she was going to push my QB Josh Josh Burrow down and hurt him. I told her to go ahead. So is Amanda a good trash talker? Yeah, I I got to say Amanda's got to step her game up. I mean, you're just going to push somebody down. What are you twelve or like eight on the playground? You bully. I mean, come on, pushing people down. That's all you got. I have a better idea. Why don't you push down, find that that trash talk that I know is in your in your soul, and bring it bring it to the heavens. Open it up, girl. Get it out because I know you got it in you. I've heard you when you're drunk. So maybe have a few sips of wine, and then go after people because that's what you need to do. You got to bring that trash up from your soul, and you got to let it out. So pushing people down, that's grade school stuff. Yeah, maybe maybe learn players' names too. That might help. All right, Levi. Uh, if a wood chuck could chuck wood, is Rob's team worth pissing on if it was on far? <laughs> what? <laughs> I, from anonymous. From anonymous. Jeez, I I guess we're just getting more fans, but like I'm I'm a little worried about the fans that we're bringing in. To be honest, fellas. <laughs> Lay off the peyote. All right, Levi. Moving on. This is from uh, Dr. Teeth. He sent in three questions, one for each of you. All right. Number one. 
did Brad think he had a shot against Amanda? And if so, what is his favorite favorite flavor of crayon? Um, Brad puts on a you know a, a brave front, and I, I, I'm sure deep down he knew he had no chance. And if I had to guess, like a deep mahogany. Sounds like a rich flavor. All right, Brad. Rob is on a two-loss streak. Is this a temporary snag? Or are we witnessing the implosion of a weak team under weaker leadership? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. Um, so, it's, no, not, not a temporary snag at all because uh, three losses in a row is a trend. And that trend is – is concerning and if I were Rob the commissioner I would be extremely concerned uh, because this matchup's not looking good on paper um, it's just not so I'm taking myself and I'm not I'm not wasting my time looking at uh, procrast procrast progress don't know that word uh, prognosticating the rest of his season uh, not gonna do it so yeah terrible answer You are correct. It probably is. But I am going to say that uh, that's probably the, the worst question ever given. So, um, you know, just just terrible Dr. Teeth. What's wrong with you? That was a pretty good question. Uh, all right, Rob. If John was Tanya Harding, which team would get a tire iron to the kneecap to secure his place in the playoffs? Oh, well, that's easy. Easily the Houdinis. I agree, and then everyone that's before him and after him as well. And I think that'll wrap up all the questions we got for this week. Uh, Please keep sending them in. We'd love to hear from you. All right, Chaos Fantasy Nerds, Episode 7 is a wrap, and what an epic episode it was. Rob did not disappoint with his particular style of dirty smack talk and for some reason had it out for the intoxicated all-stars. Maybe there's a new rivalry brewing there. But, as always, continue to leave your smart mouth comments and filthy smack talk on the Chaos Group text line. And we look forward to the next guest on our podcast. But in the meantime, set your lineup, work on your smack talk game, and remember, nobody cares about your crappy fantasy football team.